Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into You Good, the podcast. I am your host, Maya Daniels. Um, I just want to say like a huge just like thank you for just even taking time out of your day to listen to me babble. I, I love that. I love the fact that someone is probably out there listening to me talk while they're maybe washing the dishes or taking a jog or maybe you guys are just friends and family who support me which you know I love you 100% for doing this um but yeah um hello welcome um it has been quite a journey um as as far as my podcasting goes um this will be counted as season three um if you guys have not if you guys are new to listening to my podcast, I have done po- podcasting before. Um, I started the You Good journey in uh, 2020 during quarantine when all of life was just going to shit. Um, I recently, at that time, graduated with my bachelor's of in, in social work. And I was just trying to figure out, like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? Um, I felt like I had all this knowledge, all of this... Um, this information for my studies and I was just really bored like everyone else was at that time and I I don't know a lot of people were doing podcasting um I had a friend who I've actually had on my show before shout out to Cameron she had a podcast and I think I had asked her like how did you do it like I just thought podcasting was so difficult and it was just really like intense and so she gave me the proper information and I think for a month I prepared and was like, okay, I this is what I want to talk about. This is my theme. These are my ideas. And then I just went with it. So um, yeah, this is counted as season three. Now, some of you guys might be thinking, well, if it's counted as season three, where are your other episodes, Maya? Because um, obviously I had other episodes. Um, but surprisingly, I wouldn't say surprisingly, but this time around, I decided to just have like a clean slate and um, basically just get rid of everything. <laughs> no evidence, nothing. Um, I just felt like, yes, I am very proud of myself for even making the move to actually start a podcast and have you guys listen to me talk. Like, I just, I don't know. Um, some days I get really cringy about it because it's like, it's like performing base. It's not like performing, but it's like having a YouTube video, right? Or a YouTube channel. Like when you have a YouTube channel, like anyone can watch your YouTube videos. And it's like really weird, a really odd feeling for, you know, when you start to realize that like people out there are watching you or listening to you um, and they may have certain opinions about you and you can't really do anything about it. Um, I think having a podcast kind of feels like I'm being exposed in some sort of way, but I get to choose what I want to talk about. I mean, I chose this and I love it. As much as I sometimes can be a, an introvert, I am an extrovert as well. Like I like to be sociable. I like to talk about things. I am basically a person that just loves talking shit in general. Um, so this, I was like, you know what? This is perfect. This is the perfect way for me to talk and not give a shit about like who is listening and things like that um but yeah what I was saying is um yeah I mean I am proud of myself for starting and completing uh season one and two of you good but I just felt like when I was listening to my old episodes I was like oh my god like I know everyone has to start somewhere but I very much sounded like a robot um, which makes sense because my first season, I was so scared of saying the wrong things that I would actually have a script in front of me. Like legit, I would go into like Word doc and type out like everything I was going to say and I would change it. I would re-record it if I felt like I didn't sound right. Like I had so many edits to it and now I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? It's so time consuming. Like, you know, I know podcasting, any sort of like work of art or just anything like a craft that you are trying to work at it's going to take time you're not going to be perfect but it just got really tiring to have to edit myself and have to censor myself all the time like season one I definitely was never going to say any curses and if I did even say curse like like shit 
I would put a, like a, a warning in the beginning of my episodes. And it's like, that's not who I am. If you guys have ever met me in my real life, like really know me, I love cursing. Um, I love talking shit. I love, I love all those things that I thought I wasn't supposed to do in season one. And now that I'm like getting older and I'm just now coming into this, this sense, this age of like, I just don't give a shit anymore. I don't give a shit. So I can say it all day, every day. Um, I think with season two, I think I got a little bit better, but still it was like this sense, this fear of like, I'm so scared of people judging me that I don't want to make a mistake and I'd rather just kind of like do things by the book, not be controversial, but it's like, oh my God, you know, life is so boring, you know, life is too short to be boring and to be cautious. I think like if I were to die tomorrow, at least like I can say or people can say about me that like, oh, wow, like she really tried to do her thing. You know what I mean? Like, I hope I hope that I can get so, some sort of like compliment like that if I would ever pass. Like, I don't know. But anyway, so I was just like, you know what? Let's do it. Um, I mean, that that's literally what this podcast, this season is, especially like I I think I'm really trying to emphasis emphasize on the topic of um, being authentic and being genuine. Um, there's just so many times in my personal life where when I think about it, I really tried to be the person that other people wanted to be, wanted me to be, or how I, or be a person that I felt like others, um, would like, you know, I think about it in all aspects of my life, like even very young, um, which then it's like, you know, those are the type of things you would talk to your therapist about. And kind of like this is a form of therapy. So maybe like we can um, deal with childhood trauma together. Um, but yeah, like I've always had this, this sense of like wanting to please others. Um, and it's just so like I said, it's just so tiring, you know, having to put up this facade. Um, and so I'm just thinking like my number one rule, and I think, actually, no, my number one hesitation with starting this new season is um, I was just afraid, okay, well, no one's going to like you. No one's going to like the way that you talk or the conversations that you, um, the topics that you talk about. But then I had to kind of tell myself, like, if you don't like it, you can leave respectfully, right? Um, I think that is a common fear that a lot of creators, artists have. Like, I've dealt with that, you know. I am definitely a very creative, artistic person. And I've had a lot of conversations with other people who are trying to perfect their craft. And they feel like they don't want to maybe release or they they don't want to show uh, maybe their art because they feel like they're going to get a lot of judgment. I know also, like for me, I think kind of ties into first season me. Um, I, you know, I was just so paranoid that it wasn't going to be good. So I had to perfect it. But at the end of the day, like, what is the definition of perfect? Like, what, how are things perfect? There is no perfection, right? We are humans, we create, it's going to be flawed. It's going to be, um, yeah, I guess it's it's going to be flawed. You're going to make mistakes, but it doesn't mean that it's not a work of art. Um, it's made by you. It's made by your hands. It's made by your brain. And, you know, that's enough. You know, I think at the end of the day, I think we all try to be perfect. We try to be someone that we're not. We try to be the best version that we can. But sometimes that best version is not the right version. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but... I just feel like we're so caught up on things like the aesthetic of things and things being perfect and wanting to please others. But it's like if it makes you happy and it makes you feel good and you feel proud of the work that you've done, then that's all that matters. So that's what I want to do. I want this season for me personally, like my goal is to have talk about topics like when I go back and I listen to my podcast, like maybe years from now, I want to be proud of that. I wasn't really proud of season one, and season two. I mean, I was proud of myself for even doing the damn thing because, again, it's like, what? If you would have told me, like, five years ago, Maya, you're going to create a podcast, I'd have been like, hell no. Like, I tried to create a YouTube channel and um, and college, right? I was, like, really good at makeup, and I was like, let's do it. When I tell you I had so many, like, <laughs> unreleased episodes or unreleased videos... 
I was so scared. I The fear of people judging me really stopped me from doing what I wanted to do. And I just feel like in a, in a whole sense of things, like, I feel like that shouldn't stop you. You know, people are going to judge. People are going to have opinions. People may not like it, but just because they don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. They just, that person just doesn't like it. So what I'm trying to say is if you are listening to my episodes and you're like, hey, I don't like it. That's cool. You know, I'm a big fan of criticism. I'm a big fan of like comments. You know, if you have any like questions, if you want to want me to talk about something else, that's awesome. I love that feedback. But if you're just going to be mean and you're going to be like, oh, my God, you suck. Well, that, you know, that's your own opinion. Like you're you're mean. But like at the at the same time, like there's so many mean people in this world. Like that's not going to that's not going to cause me to stop this podcast. So that's all I have to say. That's my spiel. Okay. I what's new? What's new in my life? Um fun fact actually. I've recorded this podcast like 3 times. Again, the whole mentality that no one wants to hear me talk or I'm saying the wrong things just really overwhelmed me. Um so I had recorded a podcast like 3 days ago. I thought it was great. I listened to it on a train and I said, Lord, have mercy. What is this girl saying? Sometimes when I'm talking, it's like a trance. Like I continue talking and talking, talking, and then I forget where I am. But I don't have the courage to stop because for me now, I don't want to make too many edits because like editing is just a pain in my ass. So I'd rather just this be a continuous like dialogue um, and hope for the best. But Oh my god. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? We're just gonna do it. We'll make it short. We'll make it long. Whatever I feel like, you know, stopping. Whenever I do, um, I'll stop. But um, yeah, right now it is 4th of July. Um, so that's nice. Um, you might be asking, what are you doing for the 4th of July? I typically don't do anything, especially since I moved to New York City. Um, which I'll kind of give you guys a speed or like an update about that too. But currently um surprise surprise my ankles are swollen (laughs) and so I'm actually like putting my feet in a bucket of cold water it was actually ice yesterday but it was so bad I could not even physically put my foot in it um so I had to kind of let it melt and even when it was like water it was still like me like freaking putting my feet in freaking like tundra over here um, so yeah, my, my ankles are swollen. Um, if you might, you guys might want to know, um, I, which I'm like, why, why would anyone want to know? Anyway, um, just a little background information. I started working out, um, at Orange Theory, which, um, surprisingly is a really awesome, um, workout place. Um, and they like, if you've ever been to Orange Theory, it's like a class, right? And um, you do all these like little class activities with other people. It's like so fun. Um, it's like gym, but for like adults. Um, but like they make you go on a treadmill eventually. And so I've been killing it with the treadmill. Like I'm not, I used to be a really good runner, but then I kind of stopped because I had a lot of issues with my ankle, obviously. So it's like, if you know that you have issues with your ankle, like maybe like try not to overwork it. But um, one day I was just really upset about something in my personal life. And so I'd gone to the gym to like work out my anger. And I guess I pushed myself a little bit too hard because by the time I left, I was like limping. But then I thought maybe I just like overstretched my foot. Well, that problem continued for like a week. And then my left leg my left ankle was extremely swollen. Like I could not even walk on it. So then because this, my left leg wasn't working or just like hurt really, really bad. I had to put all my body weight on my right one. And then over time, my right one became swollen. So now I'm spending the 4th of July talking to you guys and soaking my feet in ice cold water. Um, So it's just really delightful. But like, Who's really doing anything for the fourth? I feel like America has just let us down in general. Like I was, um, uh, one of my friends on Facebook, Casper, if you're watching or watching this, this isn't a fucking YouTube video. If you're listening to this, I love you. Um, he was saying that, um, America does not deserve to celebrate its birthday. And I said, 
it also does not <laughs> deserve Christmas. Like, it deserves coal. Because the shit that we, as a society, have been going through is just astronomical. And I just feel like it's not a good time for me to even celebrate um, the 4th of July in general. Like, I'll probably just be, like, soaking my feet and, um, I don't know, maybe take a nice, like, hot bubble bath. I can't really go anywhere. So, that's why I'm like, let me, let me do some things. Um, I might watch some, a movie. I've been sitting here watching movies pretty much this whole entire time. I watched The Truman Show for the first time. That was mind-boggling. I am a big fan of, like, intense sci-fi, like, mind-altering type of films and the Truman Show really made me think like are people watching me like but then I thought well in the Truman Show Jim Carrey's character Truman things are going well for him right like they kind of designed this world this life that benefits him so if I was living in a Truman Show which I don't think I am because life is pure shit sometimes I feel like like it just wouldn't happen for me like, if I was living in a Truman Show right now, things would be looking out for me. But it is not. Um, I mean, it's okay. Life is okay. I wouldn't say it's terrible. I wouldn't say it's great either. I feel like I'm just very, um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Very stagnant. I think that's very common for post-grad individuals. Like, I graduated with my master's, um, like, late May. And it's already July already. And, like, for the first, like, for the past month, it's, like, been such a weird thing. It's, like, I feel like I'm in, like, the twilight zone. Like, I I don't know how to describe it. Like, when I, the day that I graduated, I, like, I felt like I was in a trance. Like, everyone was, like, congratulations, congratulations. I was, like, mm, thank you. And then the next day, I was, like, oh, shit. Like, I don't have school anymore. And it's great, you know, that feeling when you've, like, worked really, really hard and you've kind of dedicated your time to do something. And then it's done and you're like, oh, that's it? Like, what? And so, like, the first week, like, I was like, I kid you not, I did not know who I was. Like, I think it's weird because, actually, it's not weird. It's very common. Like, when you have, when you've been going to school all of your life, like, I've been, the only time that I was not in school was the gap between my bachelor's and my master's. And that was a year, but that was during quarantine. If quarantine didn't happen, I would have been, I would have had my master's earlier. But, like, sometimes I have to think, like, Maya, you've been in school since, like, pre-K. And I don't plan on going back to school ever again. So it's like, this is it. You know what I mean? This is the last, that was the last bit of schooling, you know, long term. And I, it's just really a weird place to be in you know like I thought like I would be so happy and, and I am I, I'm really glad to kind of like be able to put my knowledge to and apply it to the real world but it's like when you've been a student all of your life it's like what am I like you have to find a new identity so now I've been trying to find like new hobbies and some of the hobbies that used to interest me before like it just doesn't anymore like I used to be a big fan of knitting like I know I'm an old lady like who still knits but um I used to knit a lot and I used to do a lot of art stuff and now I don't. Um, currently, um, I've been cat sitting or pet sitting in general, cat and dogs. Um, I actually started um, pet sitting when I got here to New York City because um, I graduated from Fordham. So that's I went to the Lincoln Center campus because it was much easier than going to the Bronx campus. Like I love the Bronx. I've had clients there with my internship, but it's like god I would never like the commute time is like two and a half hours my god hell no but anyway um but yeah when I moved to New York City I had like no income whatsoever I mean New York City is extremely expensive and thankfully I was like living at home with one of my relatives but I became a pet sitter um because I miss my dog and I was like let's you know let's do something meaningful like let's um you know, I just, I love animals in general. So I was like, let me just kind of turn like my passion and my, my interest into a job. So surprisingly, it's made a lot of money. Like, I would say if you live in a major metropolitan area, um, try dog sitting or pet sitting if you are trying to find a new job. Um, it does really well in Brooklyn, the place that I'm li living at right now. Um, so like, that's all I've been doing. Like after graduation, like I've been just chilling. I've been just trying to find out me 
in general and I've been pet sitting and it's been fine but I think like now it's starting to get like I wouldn't say boring but I wouldn't say boring but just like it's starting to get it's starting to become not so fun anymore it doesn't interest me anymore right um so like I was telling my mom the other day I was like I, I don't want my life to just be this. I don't want my life to just be bad sitting and like trying to figure out what's next. Like I gotta, I have to figure out what is gonna, what direction is my life gonna go towards? And we were just having an interesting conversation about that. And um, I think it's really important to kind of get a sense of like how your body is feeling and whether or not like you need that rest because not a lot of, not a lot of people talk about this but like college can really burn you out you may not know it's burnout but it's burnout and for me like with my master's program typically masters in america uh united states um it's two years like it's supposed to take time so that you don't get overwhelmed but my dumbass decided to do a year-long program so it's like everything that you would typically do in two years all put up in one, right? And it was all fun and games and things like that. And it really helped me kind of see and adapt to different situations. But I was really burnt out, especially living in New York City. Um, and also the the effects of moving too. Let me just kind of discuss that as well. Um, this is also another topic that like people love to fantasize and they love to say, oh my God, it was such a dream moving here. Oh my God, I'm living this adventure but it's like it's a struggle especially when you're moving away from your home your family i was born and raised in brooklyn new york but i lived here when i was like 10 right who really remembers what was happening at 10 years old like i have memories but you're i was a kid and i you know was just following like my family and where they wanted me to go to like I never went on a subway by myself. I was always just following my parents. And so then we moved to North Carolina and that's where I went to pretty much like all of my schooling. And then I decided, you know, I really want an adventure. I told myself um, during quarantine, I knew I was gonna get my master's, but I said, you know, I really, I need some sort of test. I need some sort of thing to help prove to myself that I can make it. You know, I've always been a huge fan of traveling, but I didn't want to make this major jump and like travel abroad. I wanted to start off small and see if I can do it. And I told myself, okay, there's a program out there in New York City that can last a year. That's enough time for you to figure out your shit and to just do a little trial run. And if you can't make it or you can't do it, that's okay. You can always come back home. So by, I don't know, by the grace of God um, and the support of my family, I was I basically like had to get all my affairs in order I had to change my bank um I did all of my doctor's appointments because I had to find a doctor in uh New York City thankfully like I didn't have to pack that much I left most of my stuff back at home um at my plant at my parents place and so I I had two suitcases that was it two suitcases full of things I saved enough money for my job um like I it was crazy it was it was crazy and then once I got here it was like oh my god like it was it was weird like it's I dreamt about it for a long time um and it's weird like being an adult in New York City especially if you've lived here because it's like visiting a dream and it's like you you recognize parts of it but then the other aspect is like you don't remember or you don't know you're not familiar so yeah I um packed up my stuff and for like the first couple of months I was just trying to figure stuff out like New York City is not for the faint of heart I I love how like I I think like so I was on like TikTok before I started my master's but I deleted it because I was I knew I was not going to be able to focus if I was on TikTok all day like it is truly addicting and I grew up like around a time when Vine was popular and I remember when Vine came out I was in high school and Vine <laughs> I was on Vine so much that I forgot to turn in papers. So I was like, I cannot do this with my master's because I paid enough money for this. Anyway, like the first three months, like New York City was just so crazy for me. Like what I was saying before is like people really romanticize the shit out of it. And it's all cute. You get to do fun things. There's like the Empire State Building and like, you know, Statue of Liberty and like, oh my God, you maybe get to see a celebrity. Like congrats. But like New York City is 
so oh my god i would say the only word to describe new york city is exhausting the first week that i got here y'all i lost my credit card i lost my wallet in general i lost my credit card my debit card my student id my driver's license my insurance card i've lost my wallet three times since i've been here and i've only been here i think starting august will be a fucking year right i'm like what i have seen the most nastiest craziest shit right and i like i know that everyone says like new york city is like you know it's not for the week you're gonna see some crazy shit like i get that but it's more than that like it's just so weird like i love new york city right i think like it's a very special place especially if you have the resources but people who do not have the resources like the money um especially the money like you're gonna struggle for a little bit. It is definitely like a grind culture if you do not have money. If you are if you have money and you have that stability, then oh my God, New York City is gonna be a dream. You're gonna go to Central Park and go on those little boats, eat a little hot dog, you know what I mean? Like, But when you're really struggling and you're kind of starting fresh, um, it's really hard, it's really, really hard. I think, again, not a lot of people talk about that. Like moving's all fun and games but then when you're like alone in your apartment and like you don't know what you're gonna do it's scary and you know i've met a lot of people who have moved to new york city for the first time and then they leave they leave immediately because it's so it's so overwhelming like the hustle and bustle is just not it for me um maybe like maybe when i get like a more like stable job i might enjoy new york city a little bit more but it's like it's a lot like i when I was younger, I used to actually have this tiny fear of the subway. Like, I felt like, if you've ever been on the subway in New York City, um, you know, they always tell you not to get so close to the end, like the edge, because you can fall. But I remember I was so scared to stand on the platform because if a train came by, it came by so fast that the wind would pick up. And I was so scared that the wind would pick me up and I would basically be dragged um, by this train. And so I would always stand really close to the wall. And then there's some platforms that don't have walls. There's like trains on both sides. And it was really scary for me because it's a lot of wind. It's a lot of pressure when like the, the train comes by. So like I had panic attacks being on the train. The trains also like, yeah, I've had panic attacks where I think one time I was, um, I was going to school. My school so I lived in I live in Brooklyn and my school was in Manhattan. So it took me about 30 minutes on a train to get to class. And I remember I think maybe a month in I was on the train and there was just so many damn people in the subway and I couldn't even sit down like my I basically felt like I was I'm like pretty claustrophobic. So like I felt like I was in a bubble and I was panicking. And this was when like masks were like really like it like you had to wear a mask on the subway so I could barely breathe breathe anyway right and I just remember like panicking so I got off on the nearest like the next stop and I just remember like going outside and just breathing and I was like 15 minutes late to my class but I was like whatever but I I could not breathe like I've noticed that like New York City is filled with so many people and I think it's great if you're looking for a more social place but also new york city can make you feel alone even if there's people around you and i think that is a conversation that needs to be discussed more when moving because again it's all fun and games to start a new adventure and i really give kudos to you if you've ever been in this situation where you've moved to a new place when you've kind of stepped out of your comfort zone but also at the same time it's like it's scary. It's scary as hell. And I don't think a lot of people want to talk about how scared and how anxious that they are. But anyway, that's my spiel. But yeah, it's um, moving here has just been an adventure. It's been nice. But I think like now that I've actually taken the time to settle here and I, I know who I am and things like that, I'm ready to take on a new adventure. Like I really want to move abroad. Um, I really want to just go somewhere different. I think New York City is it's great but it's like I don't think I think it's a great place but it's not my time to really enjoy it you know what I mean like there's certain things in your life that like it's great but it's maybe not your time to really like get the benefits of it it's kind of like a relationship it's like this partner that I know is like my soulmate 
but like we're just wrong time wrong place sort of situation like that is what new york city is maybe when i get in a when i get a more stable job and things like that and i become more confident with myself maybe i'll come back to new york city and things like that i mean obviously i'm not gonna move right now like i'm pet sitting like what <laughs> what sort of income i mean i do make a decent amount of money but for like someone who just started this like a year ago but it's not like a job job you know what I mean like I'm looking for a career but um yeah I would always I've always wanted to move somewhere I was telling my um my friends and I, I feel like every time I say this I get a laugh but I'm like I know some of you guys have like romanticized this I know this I've seen on TikTok I've seen things like that um I've always wanted to move to like England or like some sort of countryside abroad it doesn't even matter where at this point um and I want to like live in a cottage. This might be a dream. I was like, maybe this can happen now. I don't think it would. I think it would happen like maybe later into my life. It'd be nice for like a retirement thing. Um, but like, I've always wanted to like live in a little cottage and you know, like they just have like a landline and like not a lot of cell phone reception. And like, I mean, I would have to go to like a cute like cafe and like the town to like even be on the computer and like I get to plant and I have a cute little garden and a little sun hat and like you know there's little rabbits and things like that like that is I find that so fun like I find that just so peaceful I think like especially with me having like depression and anxiety there's part of me that's like what just wants to run away <laughs> run away and start a new life like just who am I who's Maya my name's not Maya anymore like um and I don't know why that fascinates me. Like, of course, I wouldn't be extremely excluded from, like, society. Like, I know how horror movies work. Black people always die first. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. But I would like to, like, you know, live very secluded, but also have access to, like, a town. Or, like, maybe, like, a 15 to 20, 30-minute drive to, like, the city. You know what I mean? Um, like, that's what I want. So if you guys know of any place like that, let me know. Like, I... Uh, or if you're interested in joining me on this adventure, like, I just want to live my Winnie the Pooh life. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want to live, like, a cutesy little place and, like, just really enjoy what Mother Nature has given us or what is already left of Mother Nature because the way that we are destroying this earth is just, oof, Lord have mercy. Um, but yeah, so, um... While while I'm talking about this, because I was going to talk about another topic, but I'm going to have to add more ice to this damn bucket. Y'all do not understand how much my foot hurts, Um, but we're going to take a really quick break. You know what? Use this time to maybe think about what I've said. If you haven't had any water, please drink some water. I've been, I'm a huge water drinker, but I had to buy myself like the biggest bottle. What liter is this? 33.8 ounces of water because I feel so dehydrated. So if you haven't if you haven't had any coffee or water, maybe use this break time for some water. Little stay hydrated, kings and queens. Okie so we're back. Um, so I did get a little glass of agua and also a little snack. 
Um, I've noticed that since I've been living here, especially with my, my grandmother who I'm staying with, I am slowly and surely turning into her. She is in her 80s and she loved going to just like Target and walking down every single aisle. And that's what I did today. And I found some really awesome trail mix. It is the Monster Trail Mix, which she's actually bought before, but like I didn't realize that there were so many other trail mixes. So I've been snacking on them. It has like peanuts and M&Ms and raisins and milk ch chocolate chips and peanut butter chips. But I keep on eating all of the M&Ms out of it. So there's like barely any left. I'm not even going to look at the back because it's like who needs to know. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So after, um, I don't know, what else have I not discussed with you guys? So... I guess I can kind of give you guys a little tiny update about how things are going. I would say life is okay, right? It's it's not too great, but it's not like the worst. I am very thankful that, you know, I still have things that are in my life that help me to keep on moving forward. Um, one of the greatest things I'm very thankful for is medication, especially because I have depression. So that's also been a real bitch lately. Um, oh, also... My audio might change a little bit. Um, I realized that, I don't know, like I'm in this like space and I had to change locations because I'm like, this isn't, this isn't it. I heard like, I listened, I peeked to the, <laughs> the thing I just recorded and I was like, mm, I don't know if they can hear me. So this may be better. This may be worse. Who knows? But I'll try to improve my stuff um, moving forward. I honestly like... The thing I have to do is get better equipment because I record this on my phone. My phone is in a uh, iPhone XR, which I don't even know when it came out. Like, I just really wish iPhones would stop creating new versions so then I won't feel the need or the obligation to buy a new phone. And what pisses me off, actually, and actually, I'll tell this story because uh, we got the time. I had to get a new phone once in college I don't know which edition or which whatever f iPhone I had but basically um my phone like just stopped working I was in a club and <laughs> I dropped my phone and I thought it cracked I thought you know that's the reason why you know it's all wonky is because I dropped it and I looked at it and like literally I couldn't even I couldn't even touch it like it just shut down so I had gone to the Apple store which was my first mistake and they basically were saying, oh, we can't help you because the part that's broken or the part that you need to fix your phone is not an Apple product. So apparently these dumb bitches, which actually is very smart, they, I don't know if it's changed. I hope it did because I, this situation happened my sophomore year of college. That was like 2017, 2018. But like, they basically said, we're not liable we're not accountable because this piece that you need that's in our phone is not made by us. It's made by another company. And so for you to fix it, you have to go through them, not us. So long story short, I ended up just getting a new phone um, through Verizon, my carrier, which also another thing too, I might have to change because Verizon just gets more expensive each and every day. So let me know if some of you guys are on other carriers because this is just ridiculous. It's these things, these things that I have not even considered thinking of um, at my age. And as I get older, it's like being an adult, it's just, it's just really shitty. I, I, I hate to say it, but like being an adult and having to think about certain things, like being an adult right now is like going grocery shopping and putting down like the five ninety seven thick pack of chicken for like the five eighty two you know what I mean like i have to I have to calculate shit when I go to the grocery store sometimes, you know, I have like bills and shit, oh my god, it uh, but I think like now, I think my problems again are very first world, you know, there's some people who are like dying out there, there's people who are dying out there, Kim, um, but it's just so frustrating. Like, I, I was talking to my mom. Again, I'm always talking to my mom. We're, like, one in the same. We are just, just I don't know, two peas in a pod. And um, I was telling her, I was like, this can't be my life. 
this can't be my life. This can't be, I can, like, lately I've been feeling so unmotivated. And at first I thought it was, like, my depression, you know? Like, depression makes you so extremely unmotivated, makes you not feel so happy with the things that you once enjoyed. So I thought, you know, okay, fine. Maybe it's my change in medication. Maybe I got to do that, which I have. I'm in the process of changing it. But, um... I just felt like it was more than that. You know what I mean? Like, what is my life? Who is Maya? Who who am I? Um, and it's it's weird because I have this epiphany like every other year, right? I don't know if anyone else goes through this. I think it's like, it, I think it's a sign for our change. I think when you start to think, okay, is there more to life? I think that's like your your ticket. That's like your a big fat sign in your face saying like, you need to move on. I think if I was really happy and I was really um, content with my life, I wouldn't be having these thoughts. But again, these are very normal feelings. Like, mind you, I just graduated, you know, the next normal step is to find a job. But my biggest thing is like, what's the right job? What's like, how do I find the right job? And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was I'm always thinking like you have to find the perfect job, you know, Um, You've been burned before by other employers. You have to find the perfect job. It's like this expectation that you have to make all the right decisions. But also at the end of the day, I have to tell myself, like, first off, number one, no one in this world knows what the hell they're doing, right? So, like, what is the right decision? What is the perfect lifestyle? Things like that. And also, second off, like, jobs are supposed to be, um, what's the word? What's the word that they always tell us, like, employers, um oh yeah jobs are fucking replaceable you know like have you ever been told that by an employer someone told me that oh you're you're replaceable you're replaceable but jobs are also replaceable I think like jobs are supposed to be great platforms where you can learn and grow but that's the thing you know you're supposed to grow like jobs are like little little pots pot holders for your plant like you're the plant right and you start off and you're like "Mm." have all this room to grow and then as you get bigger and you 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 get stronger you have to be repotted and repotted and repotted and like until you land where you want to land right um and so I have to tell myself like there is no perfect job you know and if there is a perfect job especially if there's no room for growth like that's not a that's not a good job at all so like the whole main goal of me you know finding a job is the fact that it's supposed to change, you know, you're supposed to have that thought, you know, maybe in four years from now being like, oh, maybe I should try something new. Like, this isn't like mom and pop anymore, like, where you stay at one job for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? You want change. And, you know, I'm not I'm not like, shaming those who have, you know, worked at one continuous place all of their life. Maybe they like that, right? Maybe they don't like change. Or maybe that job is providing them with the proper things to fuel them as an employee, you know, like giving them more opportunities to grow and things like that. Like, that's awesome. But I think this fear of, of mine of like having or thinking that I have to have, have, I, let me, let me backtrack. Um, this fear that I have of thinking that I have to have every shit like under control, everything figured out. It's just, it's, it's unrealistic, right? Um, the idea that, um, so I once saw this thing on Instagram. I don't know who it was. I, I couldn't even remember to be quite honest, to even give him proper credit, but basically I guess he, this guy has his own podcast or some sort of platform where he's able to like talk to people about certain things. Anyway, so he's saying this thing where, um, when you were losing motivation or there's no, I don't know, I guess you're like in a stagnant place and you feel like nothing really motivates you anymore, consistency is what's going to motivate you, right? So with consistency, you know, dedicating your time, dedicating your energy on one specific thing, and being consistent with it, doing it every single day, including it into your daily routine. And I think when people hear that, they think of, okay, I need to change up things that are happening in my life, right? So like, let's say you've been just kind of like, not going outside, you're not taking time to do things that you love, you're not engaging in self-care, you're not doing this, blah, 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 you might look at your daily routine, whether it's like what you do in the morning or what you do throughout the day or what you do in the evening, 
and say, okay, what am I doing wrong? How can I change my routine, right? So my thing personally is I'm a huge fan of routines. I'm the type of person who would probably go on like YouTube channels or YouTube and look up specific channels and see like how people live their life. I love that shit. I don't know why. I think just because sometimes I get really bored and uninspired or sometimes I even think like, oh, I'm the only one that's dealing with this problem. And then I look it up and everyone else is dealing with the same problem. And it makes me feel good about myself. But, um, you know, every single time my life is a shit, I keep on thinking it's a routine. It's part of my routine. I'm not doing something to take care of myself, right? Because my my logic is I can't control what's going to happen on the outside, right? When I walk out of my apartment, when I walk out of my environment, my space, I can't control the outside world. But I can control what I do to prepare for it. And I know for me, my my routines are always a way to prepare me so I can better deal with my depression and anxiety and other like medical things that I have going on, right? So like I guess in some logic, and I think especially recently in um, not even recently, like past me, right, has always thought, okay, your life is a shit, you're not feeling happy, you're not doing this and this and this, it has to be your routine. You're obviously doing something wrong that it's causing you not to be consistent. It's kind of like, you're, it's kind of like my thought was that my routine is like my values. And when something's going wrong, I'm not in tune with my values, right? So I need to take a harder look on my values and how I want to live my life. And then once I get a better handle on that, then my life will be great, right? So I was a type of person who who would literally go through, like literally write down on a sticky note, like this is what I would do. And I'm gonna, I love how I'm imitating it, but no one can see anything. Like I have a sticky note in in front of me and and a Sharpie. I would literally write down morning... I love this. I'm a visual learner for myself. And I would write evening. And I would write down, I would split it in half, right? I would split it in half. And on one side, it's things that I would like to incorporate in my routine. So maybe if I'm saying, oh, I want to work out, let's say in the evening, I write down working out, right? Or um, I want to, I don't know, uh, what's some other, I love how I'm just like brain fart right now. Oh, wake up early, right? I want to wake up early and get a better start on my day. Um, I want to I wanna pray more. I want to meditate more. Or we'll do that in the morning. All right. And then for evening, go to bed before 10 p.m. Um, things like that. Like have a nice little evening routine. On the other side, I write down things that I need to survive, right? Things that I need to do to be a better person. Like, if you're a huge coffee drinker and you're like, I cannot survive without coffee before I do anything, that would be on that list, right? So for me, like, I have to stretch every single day because newsflash, I have scoliosis. People, uh, uh, just a random thing before I continue on with my my spiel. Um, People think that, like, when you give... (laughs) I honestly think I got scoliosis from all the heavy-ass books that I carried when I was a kid. Like, you may think that it has no change or no effect on your child, but please make sure that your child has an appropriate size backpack and, like, you know, can actually carry the stuff that they have because that can really fucking ruin them in the in the future. Anyway, so I have to stretch, that's number one. Number two is, yes, I'm a coffee drinker, some sort of caffeine enemy. Gotta do that, right? Um, Recently, exercising. I mean... I won't be exercising right now because I hurt my fucking foot, but in the evening, right? I realize I'm a huge person that loves exercising in the evening. So after looking at those two lists, those two sides, I then combine them. I think, okay, what are the main things that I need to survive? Things that I feel like are non-negotiables. And then how can I sprinkle in the things that I want to kind of incorporate? Because you don't want to incorporate them all at once. You want to... Kind of, like, see how you feel about them. Because some of them may not work, right? Um, so that's what I would do, right? And I would do this for, like, months. Months! And then sometimes, <laughs> even though, you know, all these things that I started incorporating in my life, um, I would mainly do them because I then realized that... Um, looking back at it now, like reflecting on my logic back then. And it's not even like that long ago. Like I think I probably stopped doing the whole morning routines and evening routines, like maybe 
I want to say like maybe three or four months ago. Like it was pretty recently where I had this epiphany. And um, I realized that like, even though I was very consistent, right? And it did, you know, help keep me motivated because it gave me something to look forward to, right? It wasn't something that brought me happiness, right? Because I still had this feeling of where is my life going? Like you, it can't be solved in going to bed early at 10 p.m. It's great. I think it's great things to do to, um, I don't know what the word is. It's great things to add into your daily routine. And of course, like over time, like if you work out every single day, right, you're going to get stronger. You're going to have the effects of someone who's been working out. But what I'm trying to say is like, it's, it's more than that, right? It's more than going to bed early. It's more than waking up early. And I think when you start to develop your own morning routine and ways that you stay consistent, you have to always think, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for others? Am I doing it because everyone says that it's the right thing to do? I think as I've gotten older, and I've mentioned this before of like, I always had this need and this feeling to please others. I had this feeling that I had to do X, Y, and Z to be perceived a certain way. And in my head, the logic was, if I'm being perceived in a very positive way, then it makes me feel good about myself. And I don't know if I'm like just that type of person. Like I have fully acknowledged and accepted that I'm a huge people pleaser. And that is one of the things that I am working on. You know, I'm the type of person who definitely puts others people's needs in front of my own like the other day recently and um you know you guys already know I've already talked about this that my ankle is swollen I physically could not walk for two days right but I'm still um I still have clients who I pet sit and so I have a a regular who I dog sit for and they're great I love them they're awesome people and they're very understanding number one but when the other day she had contacted me and was like hey could you walk our dog for us And this was when my leg was like in absolute pain. And when I tell you the anxiety that I had when I had to work up the nerve and the courage to tell her no, um, and not just a simple no, I can't do it, but I often have to explain it or I often have to um, give them an explanation as if no is not enough. Like one thing too is what I'm working on is like not giving people an explanation. They don't need to know sometimes. You just say no. But I guess, like, I felt like I had to, so I told her, no, I can't, Um, I'm currently on bed rest because my leg, I physically can't walk, blah, 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 blah. Um, So I've always had that journey of, like, wanting to please people and not wanting to, wanting, not wanting people to perceive me in a certain way, right? But I guess as of now, it's like, you know, I... I definitely think that now that I'm becoming more and more aware that people, people, there's that us we as a society we are constantly following and we're admiring people right and it's awesome to like look at someone else and be like oh my god I love their lifestyle I love what they do I love who they are and maybe take little pieces but when you're actually following someone and saying like okay this is what I need to do to make my life better like kind of looking at things that make them happy and trying to make use that to make yourself happy I feel like it's just it's like following around sheep I think in a society we are sheep right we're just following the next trend the next person whatever when really we need to ask ask yourself like why why are we going the direction that we're going like mind you when I was talking about the morning routines like I would literally go on YouTube and type in morning or daily routines and write down what other people are doing I felt this need to take on it because everyone else was doing and I thought that that would make my life 10 times better but sometimes like the tiny things you know what I mean like little things in your morning your evening routine is not going to help you make you feel happy like if you were to die today do you think like your last thought or maybe like you know someone will remember you and be like oh my god they were such a nice person and I just you know I really remember how consistent they were with their routines fuck no they're going to think oh what have they accomplished? What have they this and this and this? Like, how are they a good person? Like, it, you're more than just, like, following other people's trends. You're more than just X, Y, and Z. Also, I'm so sorry. I hear the fucking ice cream truck outside, which now makes me want ice cream. Oh, my God. I'm just really wishing that the... Unless maybe I'm the only one. I hope this doesn't pick it up. 
anyway, like I was saying, let me not get, um, let me get off my high horse and not get so passionate because I don't want to offend anyone. But, like, again, like, if you're a huge routine person and that is one way to help you with inconsistency and stagnant, um, then go ahead. But really ask yourself, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Is this really benefiting me? Is this really helping me? Is this making me feel better about myself? Um, and once you kind of like come with that perspective, you know what I mean? Like life is not about following everyone else. Life is not trying to copy everyone else. It's really evaluating who am I? What makes me happy? Because there's some things that doesn't make the general, like makes the general public happy, but maybe not you happy. If that makes any sense. I don't know if I am. Um, but yeah, that's like my way of dealing with like inconsistency or just dealing with stagnant. Like, of course, like, I think having something, one thing to focus on to kind of get you out of that rut is really important, but I don't want you guys to, whoever's listening to this, to, um, believe that you have to be a certain way or act a certain way to be perceived not only in society, but also, like, to be accepted or feel good about your life, if that makes any sense. So, that's all I have to say. Um, I hope that made sense. I it made sense when I was saying it, but maybe if I listen back to it, I'm like, bitch, what what the hell were you saying? But at the end of the day, like just take care of yourself. Um even like resting is also a really great thing to do in a rut. Like especially if you just came out of a really hard thing like going to grad school or going to school, you know, or um I don't know, like what are some other things? I haven't reached that stage in my development where like I'm thinking of like motherhood and things like that maybe if you just had a baby you know what I mean like rest it's okay like I think a lot of us treat our our bodies society definitely tells us to um to treat our bodies like robots because but we're not robots we're human people who are flawed and we make mistakes and it's okay to rest it's okay to think okay like take a step back you know what I mean I think life can be super overwhelming and it always tells us ways that in which we can improve. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do that. But it's okay to just stop. Maybe stop and look around and think like, where am I? Who am I? What 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 do I want to be recognized for? If I were to die tomorrow, what what is something that I, you know, I wish I can be recognized for? You know, what are some places I want to go to? Um, I think when you kind of put yourself in that better mindset and saying like, things are possible. You know, I am a good person. I am this and this and this. Um, I'm capable of love. I'm capable of changing. It's just, what do I need right now? I, I mean, especially if you're like really into faith, I'm not a religious person. I would say I'm more of a, um, a spiritual person. So like occasionally I'll pray, you know what I mean? I'll meditate. I'll think about like, who am I? Um, do whatever, you know, floats your boat. It doesn't have to be what the general public does. It could just be whatever is made for you because this is your life and you should be engaging in things that make you happy and make you a better you. That's it. That's my spiel. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I have to say. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think, yeah, that's it. I, I, I was going to go on to a whole nother story, but I'm like, I probably am boring you guys. Am I boring you guys? I mean, even if I was boring you guys, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop doing my podcast like we said in the beginning. Like, if you don't like it, you can leave. Um, But yeah, I hope that you guys kind of learned something from this. And I hope that maybe if you're listening to this to really think like, you know, just really take that time to reflect. I think that's one of the biggest things I really want you guys to take away from this is reflecting and saying like, am I happy? Age old question. Am I happy? Um, Am I doing things that make me happy? Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I don't have any, like, um, I do want to say that, like, if anything that I have on my podcast, if I mention anything important, I'll leave all of that in the description box below of any platform or whatever that you guys listen to, especially on, like, Spotify and, um, Apple Podcasts, um, things like that, um, and as far as, like, future episodes, my next episode is with my mama, um we are going to get high and drunk I'm gonna get drunk she's gonna get high I don't think I'm gonna be able to get drunk because I take uh antidepressants so um alcohol and that type of medication does not work um but I will drink and she will smoke and we'll be talking about just random shit and that's what I love so if you're down to clown 
and down to just listen to people just laughing for no fucking reason please watch listen our show listen to our show um on friday i think you guys will really enjoy it but other than that i hope you all have a great day i really appreciate you guys just taking time out of your day to listen to me talk i love that i love the fact that i have even if it's just six of you guys love you guys with all my i'm thinking of you boo i'm thinking of you if no one said that they've loved you today i love you for just showing up um and i hope you all have a great rest of your day Thank you for listening. If you want to stay connected and learn more information, such as content about the next podcast, our future guests, and other important links that I've discussed in each episode, then check us out on Instagram at you underscore good podcast or email us at yougoodpod at gmail.com. We love DMs, so send us a message if you have any comments, questions, and concerns. Lastly, don't forget to be kind and ask yourself, are you good?